Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are going to talk about vulnerability. Did I say that right? Vulnerability. 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 Yes. Yes. So y'all, I don't know if y'all know Brene Brown, but Google her right now. Two things y'all need to go check out from her. Um, Power of Vulnerability. And it's a TED Talk she did right here in Houston back in June of 2010, I believe, 2011. And then um, she has a Netflix documentary, and it's called A Call to Courage. And Mm. I recommend both right now. But first, I do want to say that vulnerability, she said, is a way to measure courage. Mm. Not the amount of disclosure. So I know sometimes you think of vulnerability, you think I'm just going to disclose everything. Mm. And it's not how much information you disclose or what you disclose. It's more about how much courage you have. Mm -hmm. And so... That's true. Yeah. Hmm. It takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable with others. It does. And to yes. be vulnerable with your yourself. Yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Especially yourself. And so I also looked up the definition. Yeah. Um, it was also saying just being, ex- vulnerability is being exposed to potentially being hurt or rejected. Mm-hmm. Something we often avoid during, something we often avoid due to fear or failure. Oh, of fail- failure. So, but we have to realize that being vulnerable is a very good thing. Um, and we look at it because it's it's a scary thing. But in actuality, there's a lot of things that we can get from being vulnerable. It is. And uh, spoiler alert. So the TED Talk she did, she was asked to do that. And she talked about, you know, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> She was like the next day, she was like on a vulnerability high. She was just like, oh my God, oh my God, like what did I just do? Like, mm-hmm. oh crap. Like I just went out there and she didn't talk about her usual research and things that she usually talks about. She talked about something totally different mm. and she was actually vulnerable. Right. And the next day she was just like, oh God, like what did I do? <laughs> and she had that moment. Her husband was like, don't look on YouTube. Don't look on anything. Don't read the comments. And she was like, I was waiting for him to leave. And then she did it. She mm-hmm. looked on YouTube yeah. and saw the comments and just how she basically had a lot of haters. A lot of people were talking about her. What was she talking and about? <laughs> so, um, like I said, she's a researcher. Mm-hmm. So, she found, uh, so one of her professors told her that, let's see, what is it? If you can't measure it, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. she started doing research on, which at the time she didn't know it was vulnerability, but it was on connection. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she found that when you ask people about love, most people talk about heartbreak. When you ask people about belonging, they talk about being excluded. Mm-hmm. When you ask people about connection, they talk about disconnection. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, right? Right. No, that's real though. But it's real because that's lately, so true. you know, you know, you get a lot, especially if you're like older and you're mm-hmm. these are the times that you're supposed to be getting married and stuff like that i get that question a lot like so how's your love life who yes. are you dating who who's the special guy and i'm like i'll be like damn don't ask me that question because i don't have nobody at the time and then also i revert back to like 
the people, maybe, I don't want to say the people who've heard of me, but there's pain associated with every like the love, love story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. So, And so in her research, like I said, she was doing research on connection. She found that a lot of people had shame because they had a fear of disconnection. Or a lot of people that did, had disconnection issues were ashamed. And mm. they were ashamed because they had a fear of disconnection. They had thoughts of, I'm not whatever enough. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to be here, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was this sense of they were this excruciating vulnerability that they felt like if they weren't vulnerable, or they, like, going back to her, she felt like, oh, that old shit feeling. Like, I just did what I just did. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I was crazy and vulnerable. And now, oh, my gosh, you're scared of that outcome. Now you're susceptible to mm-hmm. what people have to say. Yes. 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 Yeah. No, yeah, that just makes me think with vulnerab- vulnerability, it comes with a lot of, I don't think, I think what makes it so difficult for us to be vulnerable mm-hmm. is because the fact that we're, we're we're concerned and if not, you know, a little in the, we're operating in a state of fear in terms of thinking like, how are people going to judge me? What are they going to mm-hmm. think if I tell them this? Or how are they going to shame me? Exactly. If like, oh, because, you know, people automatically, they kind of place you in the box of how you should be living your life. Like, I don't know why people, we just have an idea how others should be living based on based on our beliefs based on you know what they tell me or what their profession is you just have a certain stigma on how a certain per- this person should function and operate in the world and so when they are vulnerable and they open up to you like a personal flaw or a personal insecurity or something that most times that that you never could imagine them feeling or doing or sharing and and then and that and in that in that given second you have to well if you're the person that's sharing it being the vulnerable person that's why it's important to share your your the things yeah. with people that that's you have to be intentional about the people you share the things you are vulnerable about that's why it was when you were saying earlier i love it's not it's not that you have to share everything but it's just showing that you're courageous enough to share what you feel, of course, comfortable with being vulnerable with. And so, of course, who you're going to share that with, with someone that's close to you, someone that have your best interests at heart, someone, of course, that make you feel safe, that you're not going to want to feel, that that, that you don't think they're going to judge you or shame Mm -hmm. you because you feel that that type of way. And then, um, so, and then if you're the person that is receiving whatever a person is being vulnerable to you about, it's important that we are aware, like, this per- it took a lot for that person to conjure up the courage to come and bring forth this thing. So let's try not to try to take away all the biasness and try to, and to take away how we think things should be. Um, instead, just try to look at it without any judgment and just receive that person because they're being very, very vulnerable at that point with you. That's yeah. very important. Um, I was reading this. This article is by Dr. Lisa Maria Bobby, and it's on growingself.com. Mm-hmm. And this was more so about like um, being vulnerable in your relationships. Mm-hmm. And I just thought this was magnificent because it talked about how you can be more, more vulnerable in your relationship, but also if somebody's being vulnerable to, to you, what you should do. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna start off with what you should do if you're trying to be vulnerable in your relationship. But I think, like, this doesn't only have to be love relationship. It could be any type of relationship, friendship, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. Um, So the first thing you need to do is have self-awareness. 
And I love this because like I've been there where I'm like, I want to tell this person like I want to tell this person how I feel. I want to, I want them to know exactly how I feel, but you don't quite know how to say it. So it's like a lot of times you get into that moment and you're like, yeah, I'm going to say it. And you're just spewing things out. And then you realize like, dang, that didn't come off exactly how I wanted to. Like I missed a few things and stuff like that. So first you want to be self-aware. You have to know your own truth, right? Mm-hmm. So that you can communicate it. If you don't know what you want to communicate, how are you going to communicate it? And a lot of times we think that we can communicate things just off a whim. But when you look back, you're like, dang, I wish I would have, like, maybe wrote something down, Mm -hmm. journaled it, really thought more about how I actually feel. Instead of just, like, you know, I was vulnerable to you, but it was just, like, at a weird time or you were just spewing Mm -hmm. things out. So, number one, really um do some self-awareness and then number um two is have clarity and so this is basically kind of goes to self-awareness writing down how you feel really like being able to journal and see like you know how you're really feeling what are some reoccurring emotions what are causing these emotions so that you could clearly understand what you're um going through and then that you could clearly you know tell that person how you're feeling because like I said sometimes we just don't have the words until or sometimes we just don't understand ourselves I know there's like there's been moments in my life where I'm like dang I didn't understand this until just now like I didn't understand what I was going through I didn't understand this feeling I didn't know this feeling was this or that um and then number three and I love this one because and I'm so mad I was like when I was reading this I was literally like crying because I was like why I wish I would have known this like a month ago because I literally put my whole heart out there and I'm like, this would have been a better Wow, I see what you better mean. way to yeah. to uh produce my feelings. Real. And so this was saying timing. Timing is everything. So you might wanna tell this person your whole like, I love you or I you made me feel this way or I'm jealous of you or something, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you're doing this while they washing the dishes. You're doing this right after y'all had sex. You doing this right before y'all have sex. Y'all do you doing this um at your mama house. You have to set up a good time for you to uh be vulnerable with that person. Not only set up a good time, but also tell that person like, you know, prepare that person for what you're about to give them because you will get mad at them if they're over there washing dishes. You're trying to tell them all these things about you, your deepest, darkest secrets, but they're not understanding that they need to give you your the, the undivided attention that you need. That's so good. you might be thinking like, oh my God, I'm trying to tell you this, that, that, but they're over here washing the dishes, getting it sprung upon them, and then they and then you they don't understand why you're mad at them for not giving your undivided attention. So go ahead and tell them like, hey, I really want to talk to you. Let's go get dinner. I really want to talk about some things with you. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Now I want now this is how you. But hey, it, it's all it all comes. We're all learning together, right? Yes. Right. And then this one, number four, is be explicit. That was basically what I was telling you. It's just like prepare that person for what you're you're about to tell them. Like, yeah. I really need your undivided attention. Yes. Like, I really want you to listen to everything I have to say. Right. It's funny that you mentioned that because mm-hmm. in the documentary, Brene was talking about how it was a similar moment where she mm-hmm. was trying to tell her husband something. And they were like swimming in an open ass <laughs> lake. Uh, She's like, I feel so connected to you. And he was just like, yeah, the water's great out here. Yeah, yeah. She was getting so mad because she said it like a few times. And yeah. he just ignoring her. 
and mm-hmm. um, she compared it to that feeling like when you text somebody and you get that dot 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 and then it disappears. Goes away. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know I'd be doing that to people. And then she was like the me. story you tell yourself. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. So it's like you tell your, you're like you're like okay, you know what? Maybe he's uh, busy right now, so he just gonna take me back later. You know, it's like <laughs> you tell yourself all these things Girl. to make yourself feel girlfriend. Like okay, maybe mm. he's just thinking about it. Uh. Maybe he didn't hear me. Let me say it again. Let me reword it a bit. <laughs> Yo, re-word. I made up a whole philosophy in my head. I was, I realized I sent this man three text messages. And I'm like, damn, I ain't get a reply back for none of these hoes. I was like, I wonder if I feel like maybe there's something wrong with his phone because right there's no way that he's not been. Maybe uh, <laughs> I was really thinking that, and then he texted me, and I was like. Mm. Okay, <laughs> right? Like maybe my FaceTime didn't cut through. Let me call him, girl. Oh, my God, let me let me see if he at the house. Maybe let me, let me see if he'll answer at the house on the house phone. Right, okay. <laughs> right. Let me page him, girl. I saw something that said, "Oh, girl. he not answering. Oh, he wanted to see me in person." Then. <laughs> <laughs> we That's what what is that? girl. Man, I when I say crazy, not crazy, right? crazy, <laughs> not. We be so delusional to make ourselves. Man. Feel better. It's crazy. Right. Isn't it so hard? Sometimes it's so hard <laughs> to face the truth. I hate it. Is. But that timing thing is, no, that time is real. so, yeah. so real, y'all. <laughs> because. Why ain't nobody teach us this before? Y'all could have told me this before I was 27. <laughs> Girl, because think about it. You're trying to confess your love or tell this person something really, really serious. And you in an ocean swimming. Right. Y'all. And you thinking you connected. And then that's that. that's when people, you know. That's when the the friction begins because mm-hmm. here it is. I'm telling you, my heart and soul, thinking that you're absorbing it, but it's really just going yeah. over your head because you ain't in a receptive place right now to receive that it. Part. Yeah. And so most times we feel like, okay, once I'm feeling this vulnerability, vulnerability, I'm ready to get it out. I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready to just dump it. I'm ready. You're to, excited. I'm excited to feel. Exactly. I'm just excited to talk about it. So. It's a twofold thing. You have to, whenever you're ready to talk, you like, I want to talk and I want to talk now. But <laughs> I've done that too. You gotta really. <laughs> Yo, I called this man on the phone. Okay, this this was a year ago, y'all. I realized I was in love with this man. I called him on the phone. I was like, we need to talk. And I wrote everything out. I was like, <laughs> read a list. Just a list of shit. And boy, anyways. <laughs> it was just not good it was that time and peace and like yeah. it not even just like time in the day but you have to see and like when you're ready to talk about it you got to even see if that person is ready to listen right ready to receive it ready to even receive it and then like what time are they at in their lives exactly. like what season like think on a, a a zoomed out scale not just like is it the right time in the day to talk about it but just like, are they in the right season of their life to even potentially hear what I have to say or even digest what I have to say? And then if they're not in the headspace to digest what you have to say, you can't force someone. And by telling them over again and rephrasing it and paraphrasing it and telling them Monday and then, oh, okay, I'm going to wait till Tuesday afternoon. Oh, okay, okay, I'm going to give them a day on Wednesday. I'm going to wait on until Thursday. He going to really, like, or she or whatever the case. Sometimes... You told somebody over and over and over again, what's the what saying goes? You, you can't beat a dead horse. Like, yeah. you're going to have to plant the seed, 
you said what you had to say. You put it out there. Maybe you can repeat it a couple times, but after you find yourself saying it over and over again, like 13 different ways, it's like, okay. Maybe they didn't get the memo, but or I can't. maybe they did get the memo. Right. And that's the part of the vulnerability. No response is a spine. It's yeah. Exactly. exactly. Maybe they didn't get the memo, but maybe they did get the memo. And they're just not on the same page as you. Exactly. Just going back to our episode, same page. About yeah. Being on the same page. And that's the thing with vulnerability. Um, basically, vulnerability is leaving you susceptible to two things. Well, not even two things. It could be rejection. It could be a no. And it could be like that no response. Or it could be like, yes. Or Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. Or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But the worst thing is why it's good to be vulnerable is because you get to face that fear in the face. And that's Mm -hmm. why that person said it takes courage more than anything. Because you have the courage to know the truth. You have the courage to mm. be able to know that, sure, I'll, I might get rejected, but also I'm going to I might have the courage to do this so I can get exactly what I want. And if that's not, if that's a rejection, I still know that I could get exactly what I want. Because let's just act like it's a relationship. You think this person is amazing. You think this person is the person for you. And that person rejects you. That is okay because now you know you could go to go get someone else like exactly. or that person is still that that promise is still for you and um because at the end of the day you might want this thing this person right you might have this vision of how y'all's life can be but if that's a rejection you realize that you can't even ever get that mm-hmm. that's like a it's just false it's not even a real thing and it'll give you the courage to move forward to what god has for exactly. you mm-hmm. and it works even in jobs in the workplace, you know, having vulnerability in the workplace, if you're able to have the courage to basically fail, yes, mm-hmm, exactly. um, then you're able to be innovative and create new things and be creative. This right. is where you get creativity from. Exactly. Being vulnerable. And what she called it is the courage to tell the story of who you are wholeheartedly, basically. If you can mm-hmm. just say wholeheartedly, this is who I am, this is what I feel, this is where I'm at, then... That's the that's the start right there. Yes. yes, and it comes with it comes. It's a very freeing feeling, like the mm. fact that you can just go after something wholeheartedly, carelessly, selfless. Not carelessly, but like carefree, yeah. selflessly. Like to the point where you don't care whether you fail at it, whether somebody likes likes that you do it, whether they think you did a good job or a bad job or a great job. It's just like. You can really, whether it's a person, whether it's a job, whether it's going after your dream, starting that business, sewing a shirt, I don't know, whatever the case may be, when you can be vulnerable and do what you want to do or say something that you haven't had the courage to say to someone, even if they don't think that they don't feel the same way about you or they don't think you're as good as that and you should be doing that profession or should start that business, it's like a freeing thing and the reason why it's so freeing because you don't have to walk around with that baggage anymore that what if I would have been good at this or what if I would have said something to that person they might have liked me or what if it's like you get that little at least you did yourself that little that little due diligence to like free yourself from the what if possibility now it's like I didn't said all I had to say I didn't did my best at this job the ball is in your court whether you want to you know take the best 
person possible person for this job opportunity or for this business opportunity or whatever the case may be or for this relationship or you know i'm gonna walk away and i'm gonna learn from that i'm gonna grow from that like you said i'm gonna be more creative because of it but i won't have that regret in the back of my mind five ten months or ten years or a year down the line wondering what if i if only right you have to do it no matter what the outcome is Mm -hmm. and that's the thing we're always scared of the outcome mm-hmm. and that's what prevents us from being courageous or from being brave right and i want to go back to you said um being carefree but i want to say this it's not being carefree it's being you're caring about the response you care about yeah, what true. these this person thinks but mm-hmm. you have the courage to get through to it to do it anyway to do it anyway despite of yeah. because guess what we said this in multiple podcasts, things are going to hurt. That is life. You are going to fail. You are going to have your heart yes. broken. You're going to have all these things. But like you said, you want to still be able to be vulnerable. For you be able to be bold enough to speak and do the things that um, you feel that you're supposed to do. So you can know whether to to press forward or go a different direction. Right. And so that's even more crazy. It's like, yeah, sure. I might get hurt. Sure. This truth may be crazy, but we kind of got to look at it at a positive things. You might get hurt, but that might be the job of your dreams. You might get hurt, but your business might succeed as well. You, you know, you don't know, but being in the unknown is going to hurt way worse. People might worse. talk about you. Mm. Yeah. Right, for failing, for trying yeah. that relationship. And they, you know, people going to shame or guilt you exactly. or, or trying that business. Oh, that didn't wake, work out. You wasted your money and all that or wasted your time. You should have went back to school or whatever the case may be. People going to always have their two cents. Listen, they're going to have their two cents whether you do it and fail or, and they're going to have their two cents whether you never even try and sit in silence. So yeah. it's like you may as well just go after it. Yeah. I think we can all agree that courage is a part of vulnerability. Yeah, there's some other things that um, are the keys or the characteristics of vulnerability is compassion, y'all. Mm. Compassion. If you're able to be kind to yourself mm. first and kind to others, then it goes back to what you were saying other uh, uh, earlier about having being vulnerable and being courageous to say, okay, I've been through this before. I've been raped. You know, Mm. and knowing that the other person, regardless of how the other person is going to respond, you know, Mm. or if you're, you know, if you have compassion for someone, right, knowing that it allows you to be vulnerable, right, Mm. knowing that somebody is going to be compassionate towards you and that you can be compassionate towards them, you know, for whatever response they may have towards you saying whatever it is that you're being vulnerable about, you're doing Mm. whatever it is. Like, okay, you know what? Even though that person didn't respond, you know, I'm still going to be kind to you. And, you know. And in in that case, it is very important for you to talk to people that really do have your best interests at heart. Something like that. Because there's two different types, like, of vulnerability. It could be something that you're dealing with on the inside that has nothing to do with that person. You know, like... I need to let this out because I need to know if some, you've been through this before. I need some encouraging words. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a, another vulnerability when you're dealing with that other person and you need to tell th- them how you feel about them and what you need from them. And that was one of the things was mm-hmm. uh, after fight the fear of, 
you know, being scared to actually say anything, you have to ask for what you need from that person. That part. And I mean, it goes hand in hand, whether it's something like that or if it's something um, that you need from them. I need encouraging words from you. I mm-hmm. need someone to hold me. I need you to do this for me. Or just simple yeah. understanding. I think back to an episode mm-hmm. of Family or Fiance that I was watching, and this mother, uh, the mother of the fiance, was like treating this the bride like real bad. And the bride wasn't vulnerable. She wasn't telling her, like, hey, my mother, I take care of my mother. You know, my mother's sick. I take care of your grandchildren. Mm. You know, I take care. You know, this is what mm. she had to write out her daily. Right, her, right, right. The, the mother was shocked. She was like, oh, my gosh, you're up at 5 a.m. This is what you do? And because mm. of that vulnerability, her stepping out and saying, this is what I do, mm. the mother was able to have compassion for her mm. and not fix her lips anymore to say, you lazy. She was, yeah, she was calling her lazy. She had to, mm. go to call this lady lazy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you don't even mm. know what I do. Right. Mm. And she did it because she you're no not clue. telling her. How are right? they supposed to know? How are you supposed to know? How is somebody supposed to be understanding of you and your situation if you're not being mm. vulnerable enough to even say what it is that you're going through, what you're experiencing? Yeah, I got to speak on this. Come on. Because that's me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I it's could be doing a billion and one things, but it's just kind of like this, this mentality of vulnerability is kind mm-hmm. of a sign of weakness. Yes, it's like it's a pride thing. It's a myth. It's a because it takes so much more strength and courage to, mm-hmm. to like really tell somebody how you feel and yeah. and really like put your guard down and say, "Look, this is what I'm going through." Mm-hmm. But it don't work like that in my mind when I'm trying to say <laughs> that. I'm like, it it's yeah. like no, it's a pride factor, it especially when you're bred to you know like not bred and you're taught to say. I mean, you're bred and you're taught to, to the saying of. Don't let them see you sweat mm-hmm. or you don't want to let them see your weakness or you don't want to, you don't want to like, you want to keep your, your game face on your poker face. Don't let them see you in you pain. You don't want to let them think lowly of you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you, know, like you, you can't handle everything. Yes. Or, or this is too much for you. Yeah. Because then that can also like being vulnerable can also like to the wrong person can be blown out of proportion. You just True. trying to open up to somebody and then, it's just it's just two sides. It's two sides, and it's just like I don't want to be, but it's it's a. I'm just thinking about all these thoughts in my mind, right, like, man, and that's that's the fear. That's and it helps. It's this fear. is why because we feel ashamed basically at the end of the day too. Mm. That part too, we're like I'm ashamed of telling this person that, you know, my dad is an alcoholic. I don't mm. want them, you know, judging him or judging me, thinking right. oh, she's the son of an al- you know, or the daughter right. of an alcoholic. But you. Know? You know, yeah, you're right. But you know what we forget that vulnerability does? To be able to tell someone what you're ashamed of, what Mm -hmm. you've been going through, Mm -hmm. that it builds intimacy and it builds connectivity. This is When you are letting these things out, that is going to strengthen the relationships that you have Mm -hmm. because that person is going to think, wow, they – they could tell me something. They trust me enough mm-hmm. to to share this with me. Also, I have a better understanding of what you're going through. Now that I have a better understanding, I can have the compassion and yes. I can know how I could best be a friend to you. Mm-hmm. I could best be a, a wife to you, a mother to you. But yes. if you don't tell me and I don't know what you're going through, you're going to jump to conclusions. True. Why aren't you doing wow. this? Mm-hmm. You do look lazy. Why are you acting like this? Yes. And then in the back of your head, it's like, you don't see I'm doing all this? I don't know. Mm. It can clear up a lot of confusion and a lot of disconnect, like you said. Yeah. Mm. And also, 
And also the, another reason why I don't like to talk about things that I'm very vulnerable about, because sometimes it seems like I'm complaining. Yeah. It's like you just complain that, oh, like here goes another pity party. It's just like the way I'm communicating it, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just speaking about my problems or, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like. Yeah. Like you're looking for a pity party. Versus, yeah. yeah. So it's but like. You can't look at it like that. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't. I'm just, just thinking, but that's like, real. Because yeah. when you ask the question why, and I, I literally thought to myself, like, why do mm-hmm. I not? And it's that's one of the reasons why because I don't want to either seem like I'm complaining or being negative or yeah, um, you know, just but, not looking at the brighter so side. Look at it as you're being authentic. And yes. this is the next thing because Tiffany said connection. That's mm-hmm. a, that's the third thing that it helped that vulnerability helps is your connection it and it is the result of you being authentic is the result of you being mm. vulnerable and you know what helps people people who are able to do this are able to get rid of that idea of what people think they should be what they mm. think they should be doing mm-hmm. so when you're able to take that guard down and say you know what i am at this place where i am comfortable with the things that are happening in my life. And I am so authentic with myself that I'm able to share this information hmm. without feeling ashamed, without feeling um, like I'm a burden or whatever it is. Real. This is just me. This is who I am authentically. Right. Right. This is my situation. This is my truth. Mm-hmm. And I'm not ashamed of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like living boldly in that truth. Yes. Like yeah. You have to own that shit. Yes. And I think a lot of times like, well, my question is, have you ever told somebody something and they said, stop complaining? Mm-hmm. It's uh, something that you made up in your mind that I sometimes it's something that you made up in your mind that isn't even true. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. has anybody told you like, yeah. you ain't <laughs> like, like, you know, because like we no, made great. up a, something in our mind that we think somebody's going to say because we're, um, we are not being vulnerable, but in reality, that person really just wants to know. So if they're your, if they're truly your friend, if they're truly like your soulmate, they're truly someone that you, you know, cares about you, you know, well, you shouldn't, I don't want to say you should know, just think about that. Think about this is my friend. This is my sister. This is my, my mom, whatever. Think that they really do want to help you. And I know it's scary because sometimes I'm like, sometimes I don't say, tell people things because I don't even want to hear their advice because I know I did something wrong. But it's just like, I have to wait until I take away my own shame so I can then finally tell my truth. Yeah. You know what? On that note. Yeah. On that note. This is a fun It's topic. not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the deeds or deeds could have done have been done better. Hmm. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, hmm. who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. Mm-hmm. So that his place shall never be those cold and timid souls who neither mm-hmm. know victory nor defeat. 
Oh, this is Theodore Roosevelt in 1910. So it's not the critic. Mm. Yeah, it's not them because they don't know. They don't know my life. They, they don't. don't know. And the thing is about vulnerability. When you fully embrace it, it's you understand that this is what makes me me. This is we we talk about it all the time about authenticity. Ooh. This is what makes me beautiful. This is what makes me unique. This is what makes me special. This is your story. This is my story. And your story develops you to be who God wants you to be. Yep. He is handcrafting you to exactly. inspire someone else to impact the world the way He mm-hmm. wants you to expect to do it. Yep. It goes back to this. The credit belongs to the man who's in the arena. Yes. And you're standing in the arena. You're like, I'm going to let it be seen. I'm going to let it be known. Mm. This is me. This is who I am. And, mm. and like we said last podcast, you want to show your true self or you're mm-hmm. just going to be living a lie. Yeah. And you want yeah. people to love you for exactly who you are so you know who's going to be down for you. Exactly. And who can get the step in. <laughs> And that's on the real. If you can't accept me for who I am and what I stand for, mm-hmm. honestly, exit stage left. I want to be with the people who love me. I tweeted this literally yesterday or two days ago. Focus on the people who love you. Yeah. A lot of times we want so many people. We want this person to love you. You Focus want on the critics, on the haters. Exactly. Mm. And you're like, I want this, I want that. Mm. But you know what? We have a core audience that's Old Feeling Podcast wow. who listen to us weekly. Every week, wow, that's good. Too. You know, we have the same like same number of people that increasingly gets higher and higher. Those are the same people listening to us every Girl. week. Focus on their needs. Focus on what we could give wow. them. Focus Girl. on the people who love you here. Like, focus on your friends. Focus on your mom. Focus on your dad. Focus on your brother, your nephew. But mm. meanwhile, we're focusing on people that don't even value us. Don't even. Don't. They can't text you back. Mm. That's that's wow. that's mad. a whole word, Tiffany. <laughs> that is that is a whole world. Cause meanwhile, mm-hmm. we're trying to pour energy into getting more and more and more from other people. Trying to turn these critics into believers, Ooh. or whatever. Well, we already have believers. Yeah. Well, we already have believers. And this makes me think on a on a very minuscule level. Cause I was just on my Instagram and I was on Soul Feeling Instagram, and like you said, I was just looking at the people that was viewing my story, mm-hmm. and then the people that was like liking. Our, um, our videos and stuff, mm-hmm. but mainly when I was more so on my personal Instagram, I was looking at the the people that liked the video and the viewers, and I was just like, wow, this is, it feels so good to know the people that actually like or watch my, my, my story. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was like looking, and even if I never met you in real life, you've been mm-hmm. there so long, like, consistently oh right. it's like i feel like i know you i like your pictures anytime you post something mm-hmm. you know how you just got that that yeah. insta friend or that insta you know that that bond with a person you ain't never met in your life but they just got some cool energy and you just feel like you know them well them and i was like real people in my real life just like seeing real people that it, i was like this is what they mean when you have a core team a core group a core that really supports you when before you was even a thing and I was like it just feels good and I just started praying for the people that like was viewing my story I don't know it got so deep I was just like I just send blessings because I feel like you care you Mm -hmm. care you care and that's all people really want is people that genuinely care about them before they you know it's not even just about the glow up it's not when you get here it's like who was with me before I got there right and this podcast gives us 
give us a platform to be vulnerable. And what mm-hmm. a lot of y'all don't know is like some of y'all, y'all come to y'all be in our DMs and giving yes. and inspiring us and uplifting us. And that means that shows that we could be vulnerable here and y'all will have our best interests yeah. at heart. Y'all aren't like, mm, that girl, she 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 talking about that nigga again. No, you like, nah, I've been through this. Yes. This is what I did. And y'all don't know how much that really just Girl, it yeah. helps. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> but um, I was reading this um article from Bustle.com, and let me see if I can remember that lady name. Yes, Marlene Komar from Bustle.com. I'm gonna try to put this in the show notes. Okay, and this is talking about how to um, be vulnerable. So if you are struggling being vulnerable, mm-hmm. here are a few few this. steps to help us. And it, please, like, chime in if something, like, sparks something in you. So this one got me. This one got me, okay? It says, number one, this is why I was crying. I was telling Kobe, like, I was crying and researching this because I was like, it really, it really got to me. So the first one is, you're worthy um, – Oh, number one, know that you're worthy to get a positive response back. So a lot of times we start, we are, we're not get, being vulnerable because we are scared that we're going to get a negative response. Yeah. But you are worthy of a good response. And I like how she was saying, know that you, um, if you're opening up to someone for love, know that you deserve that love and respect. And like, yes. if you are reaching for your dreams, saying you want to go like, um, start a business that's been in your heart for a while know that you have the skills and the determination to make that business happen and mm. succeed yes. so stop being being placing your vulnerability in fear but pay, uh, place it in something that's positive yeah. you know yeah. and also you have to believe that that's what you deserve yeah. mm-hmm. and like your this it goes into manifesting so you have to believe you only really get what you think you deserve yeah yeah okay absolutely and so if you you can't believe that you could make this business successful if you don't believe you're supposed to be loved and cherished and adored Mm -hmm. how is that person supposed to do that how is that person supposed to hire you how is that how are you going to get customers for your business right we have to switch our and it's an ongoing practice you know, the power mm-hmm. practice is the episode. We have to constantly practice to know that we are worthy and we're deserving. Mm-hmm. And so, That's yeah. True. I wrote that down. People who have a strong sense of belonging mm-hmm. feel like they are worthy of belonging. Worthy. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. worthy. You have to know. I wrote that so many times. Believe you are enough. Mm-hmm. You have <laughs> to believe it. That's the mm-hmm. start of being vulnerable is that you that it, it really is you have, you have to, to know that you're worthy you have to believe you are worthy in the book the seven um seven seven habits of highly effective people he talks about stephen covey he talks about things happen twice before no he said all good things happen twice and i was like huh? all good things happen twice and so he was like Yes, it happens first in your mind, mm-hmm. and then before it ever can physically manifest, you have to see it in your mind. You have to believe that you are deserving of it in your mind first. You have to see that beautiful house in your mind. You have to see that perfect, um, um, that perfect career that you have in mind. That that those amazing children. That 
amazing husband, wife, family, um, whatever it is you want, you have to believe it. You have to believe that you are deserving, that you are worth having it, that it is possible to have in your mind first. That's that's why, um, this is why that most people are getting, they, how do I say this? They get confused as to how good things happen to bad people. And an explanation for it is because the bad person believes, now granted that they will get their karma, but in the temporary moment, they believe that they deserve this whatever it is that you have they want whatever it is that they want maybe it's not even like they deserve they think that they wishing bad upon you i'm not thinking like that but like maybe they believe that i can go do this and i can still go earn millions or i can still do this and i can still earn i mean get the the job i want so it's don't do that though but still knowing that you can get whatever you want as long as you believe it but you sustain it when you know that it's aligned with God's will for your life. So put both, infuse them, believe that you like you, you can have, do it, whatever it is you want. But also keep in mind that God is in control of it all and, and have that alignment with the universe and know like if it ain't for me, I don't want it. So don't even like don't even try to to force something that's not divinely for you. But just believe that you deserve good, whatever. You don't have to be specific to what the good is. But just believe that you deserve good and good is going to come unto you. I just want to know, like, iterate that you are worthy of having whatever it is that you want. Indeed. Um, And then I skipped over a lot of these because we covered it. Um, But by being vulnerable, you are um, not giving your pain the power. Because a lot of times we're not vulnerable because we're in so much hurt. Mm-hmm. We're, we're scared to love again because we've been divorced. We've been cheated on. We've been heartbroken. You've broken someone's heart. You don't want to feel that again. So mm-hmm. you don't even try. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a business partner um, went behind your back, stole your money. So we're scared to start another business or trust another person. You know, be vulnerable enough to be able to say, sure, that happened in the past. But I'm going to keep moving forward and be, and let myself be vulnerable and open myself up to the endless possibilities that God has, the endless great possibilities that God has for me. Mm-hmm. And so if not, you'll be stagnant. You'll be, you'll look back because you, you didn't open yourself up to love. You'll look back because you mm-hmm. didn't start another business. You look back because you let fear and your past hurt hold you back. And I just saw something that said, like, I didn't even watch the video, but the video said, Use that pain. Use that pain. Mm. Use that pain to fuel a podcast. Use that pain to create something good that you could sell. Use that pain to be creative. Use that pain to help somebody else. Yeah. This pain isn't there just for you to be in pain. It's it's use that pain to do something else. Use that energy and turn it to good. And then I guess the last thing I want to say, and, and this is for the person who's receiving the vulnerability. This goes back to the article that I was talking okay. about with relationships. And I'm just going to read it word for word. It says, the scariest thing about vulnerability for many people boils down to this. When you really, really care about someone else and you want them to love you as much as you love them, it can be terrifying, terrifying to allow yourself to be tr- truly seen by them. Because what if they don't want you anymore? Mm-hmm. After they 
after they know the whole truth? Or what if you allow yourself to lean on someone else emotionally and they fail you or reject you? Being, being vulnerable does mean exposing yourself to the potential for hurt or rejection. And at that time, risking vulnerability is also opening the door to the kind of relationship you long for. One built on authenticity, emotional intimacy, and a deep connection. And that's not exactly what I was looking for. But if you are the one receiving this vulnerability, like you said earlier, you have to be able to listen. You have to be able to be there for that person. You have to be able to not put your values upon what they think. Mm. Try to change what they what they're saying to you, but like be there for them. Because, yeah, you want a relationship where y'all have a safe space, y'all have intimacy. But when yeah. somebody's coming to you mm-hmm. and somebody's actually being vulnerable with Girl, you, God, I know it. are you letting them Are you letting them be vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Or are you saying you should do this? I don't really agree with that. Put yourself to the side so that they could tell you their entire truth. Mm-hmm. And so that y'all could create that safe space. Like you said, it goes back to understanding. It's not all about us and what we think. Let your partner know, whoever you're talking to, know that you're there for them. You're trying to understand them and that you're not trying to put your thoughts on them. If you, if you, if they want your advice, do you want my advice? Ask them that. Or do you want me to listen to you? Or yeah. what do you want? What? How can I help? And um, it's a back and forth thing. All right, guys. All right, y'all. What time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you transform your life in the best way or you transforming your life in the not so good way. So even on those days when you are feeling down and out, the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. So on those days when you're not feeling like your best self, say I'm strong, speak uplifting things over your life. Don't affirm negativity and watch God and positivity flourish all up and through your life. So I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, zillions of y'all out there tuned in into the soul feeling podcast and it's three of us and so we gonna end this thing out right with our positive i am affirmations who want to go first i'll go i am courageous enough to be vulnerable to the people i love in my mm-hmm. life and i know that by living boldly that i'm going to be able to live the best life that god has prepared for me I am boldly expressing my vulnerable things in a wise way. Yes. Like the quote said, I am choosing to live life in the arena. I will have the courage to show up even when I don't know the outcome. Mm. That part. Even when I don't know. All outcome. right. Yes. All right. Soulmates, let's live 
without fear and live boldly and courageously. Yes. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Soul Feeling Podcast everywhere. That's S-O-U-L space F-I-L-L-I-N-G podcast. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating so we could go up and up and up in the rankings. I could feel something amazing is going to happen this year. Yes. And a lot of people are going to be able to see us, but we need your help. And lastly, if you are listening to us on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button because we've been consistent. Y'all can see us. You see the hair swing? You see it? You see it? (laughs) All right, guys. We love you so much. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye.